Hey, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Jen and Dan's Natural Healing with Plants. I'm your host, Jen. And I'm here with Dan, and we are so thrilled to have you join us today as we dive into a powerful herbal compound that has been definitely in the press lately. It's huge, and it all follows on uh, a weight loss drug that's popular um, right now. So we're going to be talking about berberine. Um, Berberine is a potent plant compound in various herbs and has a wide range of health-promoting uh properties it does it does and and uh i see a lot of comparison to a zempic and so a lot of people are getting a zempic butt apparently which is <laughs> they're taking too much zempic and their butts are becoming flat and so this is a problem a lot of people run into and they try to lose weight because they cut their calories too low and they exercise too much so maybe we could uh shed some light on this matter today and Yes. Yeah, I think that's important. So before we begin, I just want to let you all know that we are passionate about sharing natural methods for health and wellness, using foods and herbs and lifestyle practices to achieve um, optimal health. We both strongly believe in natural healing. And we, that's where we met, the School of Natural Healing. And we love using herbs and foods as medicine but not in the conventional medical sense. There's not, in the medical system, there's a pill for every ill. We don't use herbs in the same manner. We bring the body back in to balance. So our goal is to empower you to take control of your health naturally um, without needing chemicals and excessive medicines. There's a place for medicines, but um, we believe that there are ways to... um, to live without medicines, even though we know that they are essential in some particular cases. So our goal is to help you avoid having to get to the medicines. My mission is to save body parts. That's my personal mission. Anyway, so let's get started on today's topic, which is berberine. So berberine is a alkaloid compound that is found in a lot of your common herbs. It's in golden seal. It's in Oregon grape. It's in barberry. Um, It's been used for centuries um, in in the herbs, not as berberine. Um, So Dan, tell us why it would be much better to use the herbs as opposed to taking berberine. Well, that's one thing people have a hard time understanding, but the pharmaceutical industry is the one responsible for isolating active ingredients from herbs, pulling them out of the herb and making a isolated supplement. When you do this, the body doesn't know what to do with straight berberine. So this is why we have side effects. But if we take a whole herb that has berberine, like let's say uh, golden seal, well, Golden so has a lot more chemicals in combination with the berberine. And all these chemicals work together kind of like an orchestra to keep the body balanced and to prevent uh, side effects because all these chemicals are able to balance each other. It's a balance, balancing act. The reason berberine, you pull it out, it's, it's, too, it's too strong, you know, isolated. When you isolate berberine, it's too strong for the body. 
and it doesn't have the other chemicals found the whole herbs to balance things out. Yeah, highly concentrated. And that, you know, we find a lot of things can go wrong when we isolate certain chemicals from the herbs too. And that can go with our regular regular supplements too. You know, like it's uh, people take well vitamin C. I take vitamin C too, actually. But if we take vitamin C, sometimes it's better to get your vitamin C in the whole fruit um, or whatever vitamin C is in and pretty much all of your raw fruits and vegetables, but we think of oranges or lemons or things like that. It's, in, it's very high in red bell peppers, but there's other chemicals in the fruit. I'm just talking about fruit because I feel like this is more relatable to people. Um, if we eat the fruit, if like when I used to eat an orange, I would peel all the white off. I didn't like the white, but it turns out that the white is where most of the nutrients are that are so beneficial for us. So when you eat the orange, you want all those little white layers. If I take vitamin C, they only extracted the vitamin C and we're missing all those other chemicals in the orange. So that's, that's what Dan was saying. So, and when we take the berberine out of golden seal, we're taking out that berberine is highly, highly concentrated. Just think about it. A little bit of berberines, not, I mean, a little bit of golden seal is only going to have a little bit of berberine, but so it's going to take a whole lot of golden seal to get a whole lot of berberine. And so it's just going to be so highly concentrated and it's not going to have the other things that work synergistically to help us um, with our health. Um, and so there are a lot of, I, I don't like that. I, I really think that we need the whole herbs, you know, if you want, um, and there are some cases, like if you're baking, you use some peppermint extract, but drinking peppermint tea, you get so many beneficial compounds from a peppermint tea than you would from a peppermint extract. So the same thing is going to be happening with, with these other things. And I don't remember um, everything about alkaloids, but I was thinking that you don't want high amounts of alkaloids in the system either. I don't know if you remember our um, class where we talked about alkaloids. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of, uh, I don't remember it well, but I want to say high alkaloid content. Uh, I know it causes some problems, but I can't think of the problem. That's what I was thinking too. I was thinking it was irritating to the system. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so we don't want, we don't want too many, too many alkaloids, which in berberine, berberine is an alkaloid. And so if you're taking it in a highly concentrated um, source, that's, that can be harmful to you. Um, yeah. So alkaloids, they're very antibacterial, antiviral, which can be good, except that if we have too much of that, then that can be harmful as well. Like, um, so I went before my, before my time, um, maybe a little bit of my younger ages, um, we want to just kill all the germs, kill all the germs. And so it was all just bomb it all, right? But now we know about the microbiome. We know about our personal ecosystem. A lot of doctors were talking about this and studying it um, decades ago, but for the public, it hasn't been known for that long. But we want to build up the ecosystem. And if we're taking something that is very high in antibacterials or antivirals, we're interfering with the entire microbiome. And so if we're taking something like berberine in high amounts, then that's going to affect it as well. 
which when we look at, you know, Ozempic, Ozempic, people are losing weight, but they're suffering other ill effects too. And for some people, they'd rather lose the weight. And that's their biggest concern, which is really sad over what harm it's going to cause to them. But the same things with berberine, we don't want to take too much berberine, especially when we could use the natural herbs um, instead. Yeah, I agree. I would worry that taking berberine in oscillative form, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, pharmaceutical antibiotics kill the good bacteria. Berberine in that kind of dose may do the same thing. I don't know for sure, but mm -hmm. I'd be afraid of that. And if right. you're out of whack, you're going to have a hard time losing weight. Right. So the reason why berberine is making waves right now is because people are using it as a substitute for Ozempic, which is a prescription. And so they're taking berberine um, instead. Berberine has been shown to help manage blood sugar, support heart health, um, aid in weight management, and even has the antimicrobial properties that I mentioned before. So there are some benefits to berberine, but I, as with anything else, I think that we need to be careful. I think that it'd be much better to use other forms also. If you're taking berberine to lose weight, you can't just add berberine to your day and think that you'll lose weight. You have to make other changes as well. The berberine may help, but you can't eat a standard American diet and not get any exercise and not sleep and not work on stress management. The berberine isn't going to rescue you. Well, it goes back to quick fixes. I think that we've been taught this, especially from the medical system. You go in something's wrong they give you a pill and so a lot of people are trained to look for quick fixes and there's really not any i mean you still there's no such thing as a quick fix if you want to lose weight it's a uh it's going to take a lot of different lifestyle changes to accomplish this berberine you could take berberine all day long but you're still eating at mcdonald's and sitting on the couch all day you're not going to lose anything right right <laughs> um and so a lot of people are also using berberine for blood sugar control. It's really popular. Um, so 92% of Americans are metabolically unwell. Um, what does that mean? That means they have trouble managing their blood sugar. Um, they are, um, are starting to have liver damage. Um, Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is one of the fastest growing conditions. They are starting to have um, a buildup to affect, that affects the heart. Um, all of these different things, starting to have thyroid and adrenal issues, all of those things are related to the metabolic system. And so if 92% of Americans are metabolically unwell, that means only 8% are healthy. And so blood sugar has, is definitely a huge thing that we all need to manage. If your blood sugar is not under control, none of your systems are in control. So that's important. And so a lot of people take berberine to help with blood sugar. Um, but just like I said, with the weight, you can't just add berberine and have it help you. Um, but berberine does help with insulin sensitivity, which means it helps the body use glucose more effectively. We have to have glucose for our cells, for energy, um, for our brain health. And so berberine can help with that. But we just have to make sure that we are making other changes as well. Um, so if you're someone who has been told that you have um, insulin resistance, maybe pre-diabetes, and you start working on making changes 
looking at lower glycemic foods, removing processed foods and added sugars, getting rid of sugary drinks, um, getting rid of gluten, and then adding in berberine, that may help. Um, but know that it shouldn't be taken long-term. Um, Dr. Christopher even talked about that. So even with golden seal, even with the whole herb, you don't want to take it long-term. Um, and so berberine can also help with um, heart health. And so Dan, I know you do a lot with the heart, um, cardiovascular system. Um, do you know much about berberine as far as cardiovascular health? All I know is they say it can help lower your total cholesterol. I don't, I mean, I've never, I don't really know because if I had somebody come to me about their heart health, I wouldn't say, well, just take berberine, you know? Right, right, right. There are other things that we would look at. And so I'm thinking if it helps with cholesterol, that means it probably helps with inflammation. Yeah. Which could be related to the blood sugar. And so it's probably blood sugars are improved, which helps with the inflammation. But yeah, yeah, like you, I don't know much about um, berberine in that term either. Um, so there are lots of berberine supplements and things like that that people can take. Um, we are not the biggest fan of supplements unless they are needed. If your blood sugar is completely out of control, you've made these other changes, you know, you're working on your diet, you're working on your sleep, stress management, getting regular appropriate exercise, not overdoing it making sure you're eating enough calories. People don't realize how much stress it puts on the body when you undereat. If you're doing all those things and you're still struggling with your blood sugar, then maybe adding berberine would help. Now, I would prefer that you add a berberine-rich herb, excuse me, which I think you had a list a minute ago of which herbs are great for berberine. Yeah, golden seal is one of the most potent. With you know, It's got some of the most berberine. There's also... It's turmeric. It actually is turmeric. Um, we also have Oregon grapefruit's a good one. Oregon grapefruit's a good one. It's also good for you know your liver. Yes, and with me metabolic health, we need to focus on the liver too. Yeah, yeah, and I was thinking of all the yellows. That's the color we're looking for when we look for berberine. So think about all the yellow foods and yellow herbs. Not all of them have berberine, but most of them them do. Like I'm wondering about ginkgo. I'm not sure if ginkgo is on the list. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure about goldenrod, um, but I know Oregon grape and barberry and golden seal. Yeah. And I love that turmeric does too. So that's, that's great. So using those um, would be something great to help. Yes. So I think let's wrap this up. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and gain some insights on whether or not berberine is right for you. And um, before you jump on the newest fad, always do your own due diligence, um, which we didn't do a medical disclaimer in the beginning, but this is not medical advice. We want you to be educated. We want you to do your own due diligence, to look into the research. When you hear something like, Ozempic or berberine. Those are the new miracle things that help with weight loss. Before you jump on it, look and see what are the long-term effects. And like I said, some people, they don't care. They just want to lose the weight. But a lot of times they can really lead to some serious complications down the road. And so look at the herbs that can help build your body up, make the lifestyle changes that can help bring your body into balance. Um, Dan, do you have any closing thoughts? 
No, I think those uh, that kind of sums up. Those are very wise words. You need to look at the, your future complications because you might look good today. You might lose weight today, but in a few years, you may have some health problem that arises from using things like this. And then you're going to try to get well again. So it's better to do it the natural way. And, you know, don't take any shortcuts. Shortcuts lead to nowhere. <laughs> right. When it comes right. to health, I mean, so. Yes, there are no quick fixes. There are not. Yes, yes. But when you improve your lifestyle, you put your body back into balance, you naturally lose the weight and bring your body back into uh, into balance on say equilibrium or balance anyway um thank you everyone for tuning in and take care and stay healthy